0: In August 2022, Congress gave the IRS $46 billion to squeeze more tax money out of crypto investors. In today's show, I will discuss how the IRS management sees crypto investors, and then I will discuss four enforcement approaches that the IRS can use to go after crypto investors. Welcome to the Clinton Donnelly Show, where I explore how taxation and regulation of cryptocurrencies affect your daily life as an investor. Now let's recognize our sponsor. This show is sponsored by CryptoTaxAudit.com, the income tax experts for U.S. crypto investors. They offer the full suite of crypto tax reporting services for medium and large size investors. They can calculate crypto gains, prepare a complete tax return for crypto income, and defend you in an IRS audit. Frustrated with using online crypto tax services to calculate your capital gains? High-frequency trading, NFTs, Later Earn, DeFi, degen they do it all. No client is too complex for their in-house crypto accountants. Better still, they will defend their results in an audit by the IRS. No online crypto-tax service offers that. Frustrated that your accountant doesn't understand crypto-taxes? Their CPAs and enrolled agents do complex crypto-tax returns for breakfast. They use a bulletproof crypto-tax return methodology to prepare a tax return that doesn't attract an audit. Crypto-tax audit also offers an exclusive audit defense membership service. It is like Car insurance for your tax returns. Any member's return gets selected by the IRS for an audit of crypto reporting. They will defend you at no additional charge for the life of the entire audit. You also get the confidence knowing that they can defend your results if the IRS starts asking questions. No crypto firm has defended as many crypto traders in audits by the IRS as Crypto Tax Audit. They have an amazing win rate. Go to CryptoTaxAudit.com to schedule a private tax consultation now. They are your one-stop shop for all your crypto tax reporting needs. CryptoTaxAudit.com I'm your host, Clinton Donnelly. My Twitter handle is CryptoTaxFixer. I have a law degree specializing in international financial regulation, and I have tax clients in over 71 countries. The opinions expressed in this show are not legal advice. Tax and regulations are complex. Experts can disagree. Everyone's situation is unique. Always consult a professional. The IRS is the money-making arm of the U.S. government. They bring in about $5 trillion in revenue each year. In April, 2021, the IRS commissioner testified before Congress that the IRS could bring in an additional $1 trillion, that's 20% more, if given the funds to enforce tax compliance laws mainly on digital asset owners. In August of 2022, Congress and the White House accepted that challenge. They approved an $80 billion supplemental funding to the IRS, of which $46 billion is earmarked explicitly for enforcement activities primarily on the digital asset tax compliance activities. Why is the IRS focused on enforcement of digital asset tax compliance? Well, to begin with, let's consider how the IRS management views tax compliance of crypto traders. So to do that, let's estimate together how many compliant taxpayers there are. Well, industry observers estimate that there are at least 30 maybe 33 million crypto owners in the U.S. Preliminary numbers from the Electronic Tax Administration Advisory Committee, ETAC, suggest that only about 8 million taxpayers checked yes on the virtual currency question in last year's tax return. This means that about 22 million or more, roughly 70% of all crypto owners, are not compliant to some degree the IRS sees crypto investors as wealthier than the average taxpayer, to varying degrees. They think there's a lot of money that could be harvested from non-compliant taxpayers. Here's another way to look at the $22 million. That is about 14% of all tax returns filed. Take that a little bit further, since 48% of all the tax returns are for people who pay zero in taxes, then assuming non-compliant crypto investors would owe taxes, we can extrapolate that 25% of would-be taxpaying taxpayers are noncompliant. Now you see why enforcement against digital asset owners is the number one priority at the IRS for the next seven years. Now we see why the IRS commissioner thinks he can harvest another $1 trillion through enforcement. Now we see why Congress gave the IRS $46 billion to pursue digital asset owners. Let's look closer at the three categories of people that make up the 22000000000 billion non-compliant. The first category I call puny Investors. You know, they bought $100 of Bitcoin at Coinbase a couple years ago, so they could boast at a party that they had cryptocurrencies. But they've gone no further. They checked no on the virtual currency question because they forgot. The second category are people who filed a tax return but didn't report their crypto income. They're hiders. That's what I call them. They think that the IRS won't find them. They check no on the question so that they would not attract IRS attention. Well, uh, technically, this is called tax fraud. The third category is people who didn't even file a tax return, they totally checked out. They're trying to live under the radar and off the grid. They might say that taxes are wrong. They think the government is evil or they don't want to pay for a government that does this and that, you know, other anarchist like state. Technically, not filing when you should file could be called tax evasion if it's a significant amount. Our national income tax system is considered a voluntary system because taxpayers voluntarily disclose to the government their income and pay their taxes. But the IRS considers people who willfully conceal income to Avoid paying taxes as a threat to society. If they hide enough income, it's considered a felony. The IRS management thinks that there is potentially tens of millions of taxpayers engaged in willful tax fraud or evasion. So, now, let's look at four primary enforcement methods the IRS can use. The first enforcement method that they use is audits. Of the 8 million taxpayers checking yes to the virtual currency question, the IRS suspects a large percentage of them underreported their crypto income. The IRS enforcement method for these taxpayers is auditing. In another show, I'll discuss how they determine who to audit and what happens during the audit. The consequences of an audit are paying the additional taxes owed, a 20 or 40% accuracy penalty, and interest. The biggest consequence, perhaps, of an audit is the prolonged dread. An audit can take one to three years, maybe more, to resolve. This can cause significant anxiety, financial fear, marital tension, and at times, divorce. The second enforcement approach is a criminal investigation. The IRS sees these non-filers and hiders as engaging in intentional, and willful noncompliance in evasion. The IRS enforcement method for these people is criminal investigation and prosecution, if the amount that's being hidden is significant enough. The punishment for tax fraud or evasion is up to $250,000 and three years in prison per year for tax fraud or five years in the case of tax evasion. The third method that the IRS can use is anti-money laundering law enforcement. The U.S. anti-money laundering laws require U.S. persons to report the maximum balances in U.S. dollars kept at foreign financial institutions. Failure to report the maximum balances is subject to steep fines. This is a powerful tool for the IRS because reporting the maximum balances held at any time during the year in foreign exchanges is relatively quick and easy to prove or disprove. The penalties can be assessed in addition to whether the taxpayer reported his crypto income on his return or not. The IRS has yet to use this approach for enforcement for two reasons. The anti-money laundering laws were written before digital assets were developed. So the language of the law sections are in both the Bank Secrecy Act, related to the FBAR, and section 6038D of the tax code, must be extrapolated to apply to crypto exchanges. I suspect that the IRS chief counsel's office is not ready to argue the issue before a judge in court yet. Secondly, the IRS has lost several significant court battles trying to enforce anti-money laundering penalties. They lost one court battle to a taxpayer who didn't even have a lawyer defending him. That's how humiliating it was. And it is believed that the Treasury Department will pursue changes to these laws to get clear penalties. Once that happens, I believe anti-money laundering enforcement will become the preferred method of compliance enforcement because it is lucrative and quick and easy to prove. The fourth method of enforcement is the use of whistleblower disclosures. The law offers rewards of 10 to 30% for whistleblower leads resulting in substantial collections. In the past, the IRS has denied payouts on whistleblower claims. They have been successfully sued by whistleblowers seeking their rewards. However, in recent meetings of the J-5, the five nations cooperating on digital asset enforcement, the J-5 board recommended that the IRS and other tax authorities become more receptive and encouraging of whistleblowers in the crypto space. The IRS might see the whistleblower procedure as a more fruitful program to support in the future. So, be careful who you tell about your tax noncompliance. Which enforcement method does the IRS prefer? The anti-money laundering enforcement method will be the most powerful tool once Congress, the courts, and the IRS agree on the interpretation of the law and penalties. Increased use of the whistleblower program will require an attitude change inside the IRS. The audit approach is actively used, but it is labor intensive and expensive. It involves disputes over how to interpret trading transactions. The criminal approach is much easier and less expensive than audits. The IRS only needs to show that the person had taxable income related to cryptos. Since the person was a non filer or hider, There is little argument over the facts. Once indicted, the person focuses on getting a good plea deal rather than protesting his innocence. Another benefit for the IRS of using criminal enforcement is that they get to publicize the indictment. Publicity is a major tactic the IRS uses to scare the public into compliance. So expect to hear more news stories of crypto traders indicted for tax evasion and fraud. How will the IRS use its extra $46 billion to increase enforcement digital asset tax compliance? This additional $46 billion of funding makes digital asset compliance, the number one enforcement priority for the IRS for the next seven years. The IRS commissioner announced intentions to get an additional 4,800 criminal investigation agents that would triple. The number of investigators, the department of justice has announced plans to hire another 150 lawyers to handle the cryptocurrency enforcement. So they're revving up as well for criminal enforcement. I think that gives us clues on to which method the IRS intends to use. They will also use these funds to hire contractors and crypto professionals to build up the IRS crypto investigatory machine. Now let's talk about the whole. Someone who didn't report crypto income last year will likely not report it this year. They're afraid to start reporting because the IRS will find out about the previous years. Each year, they fall farther into the hole. Soon, they reach a point where they could never pay off the past taxes, even if they did report them. So why bother starting to report now? If you're someone who hasn't been reporting any cryptocurrency income, you should get professional advice about how to get back into compliance. My staff and I have done over 1,200 tax amnesty returns and helped hundreds of taxpayers correct past unreported income and anti-money laundering reports. Today is the day to start getting compliant. Schedule a private consultation to build a strategy towards returning to compliance. That's it for today. And remember, taxes are sexy.